Faith for Today with Colin Urquhart and Julia Fisher. So somebody has come along to your church or has come along to your house group or whatever and prophesied. How do we weigh prophecy? How do we know that it really is from God, Colin? Well, the the most important uh, way in which you assess prophecy is over and against the Word of God. Now, the Word of God is inspired, written really, uh, by the Holy Spirit. And true prophecy is a work of the Holy Spirit. Now, the Holy Spirit is never divided against himself. He's never at odds with himself. So what the Holy Spirit has inspired through Scripture and what the Holy Spirit inspires through true prophetic words will always be in agreement. Uh, So the first way in which to assess what anybody claims to be a word from God um, is by the scripture. Now, of course, just because someone says, thus saith the Lord God, uh, that doesn't mean it is the Lord God speaking. That's the whole point. Uh, The second thing to understand is that the one who speaks the word of prophecy is not the one who assesses and weighs and judges whether the prophecy is of God or not. That is not his job. Ultimately, it is the responsibility of leadership in a church to assess any prophetic word in that way. Um, Thirdly, if God is wanting to direct the course of a person's life, he will very, very rarely do that through a directional word of prophecy from someone else. Every every Christian is... um, able to prophesy, able to hear the voice of God. Uh, The scripture says they will all know me. So if we know the Lord, and when people were filled with the Holy Spirit in the book of Acts, uh, there are occasions when it says, and they all spoke in tongues and prophesied. Uh, I can remember, um, you know, way, way back in the beginning of the charismatic move when we were learning all about these things, even the children that got filled with the Holy Spirit prophesied. I can remember uh, my daughter who got baptized in the Spirit when she was five. Um, but just uh, when we were praying for her one night, um, uh, before, uh, when she went to bed, you know, before she went to sleep, um, Uh, And she just had this most amazing prophecy all about what God was going to do in the lives of children all over the world. I mean, you knew it was not a five-year-old. I mean, this was was God uh, speaking through her. So, you know, if we have been baptized in the Holy Spirit, we are able to prophesy. But, of course, uh, um, the soul, which is the self-life, and the Holy Spirit working in our spirit are not always in agreement. And so a person can speak from the soul because they have assessed a situation uh, with their own understanding, and they can dress that up in and make it sound like a prophetic word because they, they might genuinely believe that this is what God needs to say or what people need to hear in that particular situation. So they can genuinely think, you know, this is from God, whereas in fact it's their own human assessment 
of the situation. Um, so what, what we want is the, the pure word from God that will encourage and will build up, that is in totally in line with Scripture and is therefore spoken with the right spirit. Now, you keep I, emphasizing that. I've been emphasizing that because this is one of the key ways in which we can tell whether something is of God or not. If it is of the Spirit of God, it will be the truth and can be checked out, therefore, with the Word of God. Absolutely, totally. It's not just in line with the Word of God. It's really an, an exposition of the Word of God. So most... Um, genuine prophecies actually take you to the scripture, will even quote scripture, uh, and will perhaps help you to see how that scripture is relevant in the particular situation in which you're placed. Um, for, uh, in fact, the vast majority of genuine prophecies are therefore the Holy Spirit reminding you of what Jesus has said, which is exactly what Jesus promised. He said the Holy Spirit is the spirit of truth. He will guide you into all the truth. He will take the things of Jesus and declare them to you. He will remind you of everything that he has said. So uh, most of the true prophecies remind us of what God said. A scriptural word becomes the spoken word of God into that situation. Uh, sometimes the prophetic word will then just expound that and explain that, why that is relevant in that particular case. But these words that are sort of way out and have got nothing to do with Scripture and don't illuminate, if you like, the Scripture for the people concerned are certainly to be treated with great, great caution and suspicion. Supposing we are suspicious about a prophetic word, but actually, it is true, it is of God, but we, we throw it out. Is that a, is that a big problem too, um, ignoring Well, prophecy? you see, the, the point is this. If, if God is wanting to direct a believer, he will talk to that believer. Now, uh, he can cause somebody else to come along with a prophetic word. Now, it may be that he hears something in the sermon. We said a sermon can be prophetic or God can speak prophetically through people, through to people through the sermon. Um, if God is speaking to uh, someone, you see, he can confirm that by something that is spoken to other people through a prophetic word, through a sermon, uh, when the person is reading scripture for himself, or even in conversation. Um, because uh, the, uh, we must realize that God will not direct a person's life through a single word of prophecy. It's confirmed by several sources. It's confirmed sources. several times over. God will confirm his word. He will make it clear. And, it, you know, when God is speaking, you can't get away from what he's saying, really. Especially if it's a directional word. By that I mean it's going to cause a change of direction in that person's life. So, for example, uh, I mean, let, let me take some, they may sound crazy, sounding things, but uh, in actual fact, so many people get deceived like this. If somebody came along and said to you, uh, God is calling you to be a missionary in Ecuador, now what would you do with a thing like that? You certainly would not pack your bags for Ecuador. You would be crazy if you did. Um, the point is, has God spoken to you about going to Ecuador? Previous to that. Previous to that. Now, if he has, and somebody comes along with a word like that, you'd say, 
Wow, I've never even spoken about that to anybody. How did he know? Well, that's a word of confirmation. But if God has never spoken to you about going to Ecuador, you have no sense that you should go to Ecuador, then that is almost certainly not um, a, a true word from God. Uh, but instead of just dismissing it, you would say, well, thank you very much. Uh, but you would, you would not accept it. You would sort of, if you like, hold it in reserve. Why? Because if that really is God's will for you, he will confirm it to two or three other people that know nothing about the first word that was spoken. Uh, and in that way, uh, God can open up people's minds and um, to something that they would not have conceived, they would not have thought, they would not have imagined for themselves. So if God is going to redirect the course of a person's life prophetically, then he will, he will do it that way. Is it your experience that God does this gradually over quite a lengthy period of time? It all depends on the circumstances. It all depends on what he's saying. You see, another, another one that obviously is, um, is to be treated with great suspicion, but you would be surprised how often this is relevant. Uh, if somebody comes to you and says, you are to marry so-and-so, God says you are to marry so-and-so. Now, unfortunately, the spiritual leadership in some churches do that. You would be surprised how many times I have come across this. We regularly have students come to our Bible college who have had disastrous marriages because they were told to marry a particular person by those in spiritual leadership, and they were told if you don't obey this, you are in rebellion against the leadership, therefore you are in rebellion against God. Now that, of course, is not true prophecy, it's not true leadership, it is totally ungodly leadership. It is not true authority, it is authoritarianism. It's, it's the abuse of authority. And, um, of course, is responsible for messing up many people's lives. So, you see, uh, there again, uh, I mean, people have actually come to me and said, the spiritual authority in my church says that I'm to marry so-and-so and so-and-so. What am I to do? And I say, do you love him? No. Do you want to marry him? No. I said, well, forget it. And if the, if, if the leadership uh, of the church doesn't like it, then you're in the wrong church because that is not true leadership. It would be manipulation if they tried to make you marry that person. But these things unfortunately go on, you see. And uh, it is manipulation and accusation to say, you know, if you don't do as you, we say, then you're in rebellion against God. Um, God doesn't organize people's lives like that. He doesn't organize marriages like that. So, um, you know, I, it, perhaps you, you can see that in a marriage situation, it's obvious, but then you apply the same principle to anything else. Somebody comes along and tells you that God is saying you've got to do something, uh, and you just have no sense that God is wanting you to do that. Now, as I say, you don't dismiss it. You just put it in your holding box because God may be opening you up to something that he does want, but if so, he will confirm it and he will speak to you directly about it. You've been listening to Faith for Today, presented by Julia Fisher. This program is sponsored by Kingdom Faith. For further information, visit our website, kingdomfaith.com. 